Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Seth. I'm Chase. And welcome to the show on this lovely Monday, April 11th, 2020. It's 22, isn't it? Yeah, it's 2022, hey, man. I know, it's weird and to it's... say now. I always want to say tw- t- 21. Yeah, no, I'm like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> We're going back in time. Going back to the worst two year, past two years. Yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, so yeah, uh, sorry about last week, guys. I was uh, down and out. You know, I'm I'm getting old, and um, I've come to realize this. Uh, every now and then, right? Uh, I'm u- and I'm using a comedian's joke. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but it's so true. Like. Just every now and then, you think you're good, and then old age will just slap you in the face. Like, hey, you're old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Chase, it. we were all thinking it. We weren't going to say it, but. <laughs> I'm getting up there, man. Yeah. I'm seasoned, but I'm like good wine. I get better with age. Sure you're oh. not milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing, bud. <laughs> That's it. I'm coming down there. Oh, man. Good times. Yeah, so, but it's all good, guys. We're here. We're back. We're, we're, we're coming at you. We're coming in hot. Ah. Uh, oh. So you've been doing some yard work, like seriously around your place because you know spring is officially here and oh yeah got uh, or back up and running place the tires i tell you what that's the easiest thing to replace on your mower i feel like on on the riding that right it, it's easier than taking off the mower deck and replacing the blades because i tell you what it, it's just like a couple couple pins and you're good right now you are, are are doing a lot of irrigating, right? Because like spring, you want like the seeds to to be planted, and you know a lot of rain and stuff like that's going to help everything grow. So, what do you what are you using nowadays? Because my buddy, I saw he was using like those. Uh, it literally looked like climbing cleats that he strapped to like a pair of uh, boots. Oh yeah. Well, I got something a little more sophisticated than that. Oh, you bougie now, okay? Yeah, it's a, I, I believe it is an aerator, but uh, literally, it is a giant cylinder with cleat lights, cleat like spikes, okay, all around it, and I fill it up with water and I drag it with my lawnmower. Oh, so you don't even, <laughs> you don't even, you don't even push this thing. You drag it with. Oh, man, oh yeah, I drag so... it with a tractor, my friend. Oh my god, dude, what a bum! <laughs> hey, you know, I tell you what, that thing's hard to deal with because you like you can't. It's hard to manhandle because of all the spikes. Right? Yeah. No, for sure. But and honestly, though, if you're if you're pulling it, it's probably like really big too. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I gotta gotta use the John Deere for it. 
You know, when you first told me about it, you, what I what I imagined was like you know those um, seed irrigators that you literally it's like a big bucket with wheels, and when when the wheels spin, the little thing on the inside spits out seed. Oh that, yeah, I think I know that's, what you're talking about. That's what I imagined, but just with teeth. So like the teeth would just like dig in the ground, but you're like pushing it. Yeah, no, this is it's a little more sophisticated, my friend. <laughs> it's science. This is science. scientific. Oh, it is. I'm telling you. There you go. From digs holes in grass. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. No, that that's terrible. Yeah, because like my buddy, when he used those little cleat things, like he was saying, like he was exhausted because he's like literally like irrigating the ground as he walks but like i saw the boots they were like covered in mud i was like dude this sucks. that's terrible <laughs> yeah man i'm t- i'm telling you what it's like i only do it once a year cuz one it's kind of a it's a pain to deal with and it's yeah. it's kind of heavy and it's like i don't even i don't even do my whole yard with it like i'll get like key areas but i mean once a year is good though right yeah, I'd say so. It's like once a year. It's like I, you gotta think of it this way. You gotta, you gotta think is like, d- does my yard really need it right now? Because mm-hmm. you don't, you, you know, it's like you, you can over, you can overdo stuff on the yard. Like you can over, overwater sometimes because then it gets too mushy and then like the roots right. kind of come up and then, or you could, uh, you know, not water at all or it just gets too dry, which isn't too bad. Like, I'm more of like a hands-off kind of person when it comes to my yard. Like, Mm -hmm. Just kind of like nature do its thing or whatever. Yeah, like, but if I see a bunch of you come back, I'll come out there with, like, the sprayer and spray it down. And, like, if it's looking a little dead and it's like we're in a good rain season, like, I'll I'll throw down some uh, fertilizers and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and like it's that's why like I'm always a, a huge fan of Saint Augustine. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's super like super soft and it and it it like once you plant it, it takes over like the whole yard. You could literally do like four or five patches in like strategically placed plate spots, and then yeah. the whole yard would just take over. And Saint Augustine like chokes everything else out. It's amazing, and it feels amazing on your feet barefooted. I'm gonna have to check that out because I cheap out all the time and just get Kentucky 31. You know? Yeah, I don't know as far as price, like how much we're talking, but yeah, it's like it's uh, it's fescue grass, so it's the cheapest you can get. You know, like the oh, once you man. get the big giant sacks that they have at construction sites. Yeah, it's because you spent all that money on that leaf. Like on, all on your the, the leaf leaf what <laughs> isn't that what the, they're called a leaf oh the lathe lathe <laughs> lathe <laughs> tomato tomato whatever what one falls from trees Mahalik the other <laughs> spins wood all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, man that's good that's good. <laughs> So yeah, no, that's that's awesome. You're doing that. I'm still living the retired life, um, tr- trying to train this puppy. Uh, I think oh, it was yeah, like, how's that been doing? Last episode we talked about the the puppy and how I did a thing, and I'm regretting it. No, <laughs> um, 
No, she's super sweet. She's super smart, um, super food motivated, but like super uh, food aggressive, which it kind of goes um, hand in hand, unfortunately. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. She's super food motivated, so it like easy to train her with like just kibble. But then, oh, okay. of course, like if she thinks anybody else is trying to mess with her, um, you know, she's not having it. She's like super protective over her like territory, if you will. Right. So, but it's going good. I mean, it, it's going good. I can't. I can't complain. I've done two full-blown training sessions and um i i'm using a quail creek dog training here in waco um amazing really because i you know i i was like okay like how do we progress from here and um she was like honestly she was like if you can get her down everything we've gone over in the last two sessions you have yourself a trained dog oh because it's you know the sit stay, lay stay, um, stay in place with a mat, uh, get in your kennel, um, and then you know don't jump on stuff and don't be food aggressive. Essentially, yeah. Well, like, it's like and like and leash training. You know what I mean. And this is the time in her life where you got to start doing it because it's like, yeah, you know, the younger sure. the dog is, well, it's like when when they're the age of your your dog. That's the time to like really train them and really, you know, yeah, hit it hard. Well, and what's exciting about it is actually today she went and got her second round of shots. So she's like fully vaccinated on Parvo. Um, and I'm like half tempted to kind of like take her to the dog park area, but I don't know. Uh, a lot of people say, like, especially with Parvo, to err on the side of caution. Um, yeah, because um, Par- Parvo will annihilate a dog. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's not. It's not anything to play with. I mean, even a dog that's like older, that's unvaccinated, it'll kill. Like it at any age, it doesn't matter. It'll kill. It'll kill a, a dog. So, Parvo's like super serious. Okay, well, it's like I I can understand that, and it's like, but I can also understand like you wanting to like take take it to the take it to the dog part, you know, get it socialized with other dogs. Yes. Yes, for sure. Get it wore, wore out too, because she has so much freaking energy and, you know, they, they say like a tired dog is a well-behaved dog. Um, right. Like how can you expect a dog to be like well-behaved, you know, if they just have all this energy and they don't know what to do with it, that's not fair to the animal. So and that's one of the reasons why, like I never got a dog for a long time. Cause you know, being in the army, you just, uh, I don't believe in kennel, kenneling a, a dog for like long yeah. periods of time. I just, I just don't, that's just me. So. Now I can understand that. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about fishing and we're going to have a segment for you. So we'll be right back after this. And we're back. Guys, right before the break, we were talking about, you know, lathes, lawn maintenance, Mahalik's Lee, new dog. Lee, Lee's. 
It's it's pronounced Lieve. It's <laughs> French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like like when you try to say it, man, you almost sound like uh, the French guy from Talladega Nights, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky Boy. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So you, I haven't done any fishing this this year yet. Um. But it is time. I mean, it is really time. Like, honestly, with everything going on, because, you know, I'm ge- still gearing up for this wedding. But, like, after this, like, after this week and I kind of get everything, like, squared away, I think I'm going to go do some crappie fishing or oh, yeah. cra- crappy fishing, however you want to say it. Um, but I, I that's so fun, dude. Like, especially when you get out on a bridge and you get your good jigging pole and you're just like bobbing it, you know what I mean? It's super like right. inter- interactive and like you're trying to find the depth that they're biting at and you're trying to find the colors that they're hitting. It's super fun to me. They're yeah. super fun and they're amazing to eat. I mean, amazing. So, yeah, for sure. But you, sir, have gotten to do some fishing. So, I, I us- have. Tell us about that. Well, yesterday we went uh, went to my cousin's place and uh, went to his pond, and we, it was a good family event. Everyone was fishing. Everyone had a pole in the water. It's it a good day, man. I, I I ended up catching like I think it was like three bluegills. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So technically, those are considered panfish, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Is that good eating, or do you just catch and release with those? Oh, uh, we we eat them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, like I don't think I've ever had we were, bluegill. Yeah, we were catching a bunch of fish today because for next Friday for uh, fish fry. Another fish fry, of Another course. Fish fry. Yep, yep. Yeah, tis the season though, bro. Tis the season. Like, dude, you got to get it when is, the fish is hot. You know. Yeah, this is my time of year. Like, Mel's all about Christmas and. You know, that and the snow on the ground. I'm at Baja Bug. I'm all about spring and summer. Let me get my pole in the water. Let me, like, reel in some hybrids. Let me, you know, I'm I'm chasing after them while they're bedding. You know, let me get that. uh, Let me get that, you know, um, that jig. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I just can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be fun on the bun. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I, I'm super excited. So we'll definitely have to um, do some more fishing stuff for you guys as we as the year or season, if you will, like progresses. Because that's why I like crappie fishing too. Like you can fish crappie pretty much all year round. Um, just like bass, you know what I mean, or catfish. Like they're gonna go down where it's a little deeper, right? You know what I mean? But you can still catch them. Oh, yeah. Um, you can still have a good old time, but definitely ready to uh, to get that going. That's going to be that's gonna be a good time. So I wonder if I could, like, use my fly rod as a jigging. Like, that would be, like, the ultimate jigging pole. You know, I could tell, like, I don't know what it is. And, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, disparaging fly fishing or whatever. Like, it's yeah. a legitimate form of fishing. 
Right. But that is the most hobbyist way to fish, I always feel like. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's like, because I feel like it has to be really intricate to like make, make even the flies and all that. And it's like, you don't, like, you, you, you kind of have to have a certain way of, you know, making it look like a fly on top of the water as instead of just, you know, yeah. throwing a couple rods in with some bait on it and having it a little, know, maybe, maybe a bobber, maybe not. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. No, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely like a lot more into it, but I mean, that's what makes it so fun. And I know I've said this before, but fly fishing is so versatile. Like literally I could, travel somewhere with one pole and um one one set of line right you just get the generic like they have like universal line if you will that's like weight forward uh floating line yeah right and all that means is there's a there's a loop like a loop or a fat part of the line that's like extra thick on the line and it just helps propel the line forward and then you just get a 9 to 12 foot leader that's you know somewhat universal which honestly in my opinion you could unless you're specifically fishing for bass you could just go with like a lighter um, line and then that way, you know, you can fish for anything, dude. And I'm telling you right now, dude, I I caught a little bit. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, I caught a bass one time and I was like, holy crap, I like got a good one. And then I like reeled this bad boy in and it's literally like a one pounder. <laughs> and I was like, holy, but it was so fun, dude. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's go. And I got my little net, you know what I mean? And I was like, so happy, but. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. There's nothing. There's nothing better than fly fishing, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, totally 100% biased to it. I'm totally 100% hooked. But what I'm saying is, too, like, literally, I can get on a plane with with that and a fly box, you right. know, in my in in my check bag or whatever, and that's it. That's all I need. So you can like bear yeah. grills, bear grills it almost. You know, like yeah, like truly, like. You you a fly box and my rod. That's all I need, bro. When I go bass fishing, like I need a rod that does this. I need a rod that does that. I need line that does this. I need a line that does that. I need. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just it's so much. You know what I mean? It's so much. If we try this out, I'm gonna hold you to that. So it's like no, no other clothes than the ones on your back. You know, just the rod. You know, your fly gear, and then like no tent, no nothing. I want. I want to see this like play out. Like I, I'd watch that episode of like Survivor. You know what I mean, dude? That would be actually really awesome if we did that. Like, of course we would be safe. You know right. what I mean? And we'd have like emergency like cell phone and stuff like that. But that would actually be fun, bro. If we if we both went out there with whatever we can fit in a Ziploc bag. Okay, so you get a you get a knife on your belt. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. Um. And whatever you can fit in a Ziploc bag, and bada bing, bada boom, dude. Let's let's go. Let's let's you know hike out to a spot where there's 
decent fishing and we can use the fly rod and we'll set up camp and we'll build a fire and we'll build like a an emergency shelter and then we'll fish in the morning. We'll tear it all down, return it back to nature and then go home. I think that would be freaking awesome, man. Sounds like fun. Like, I think, I think we could do this. Like we'd have to be pretty, pretty specific on where we like try it out and like what season, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. This is definitely going to be like a warmer season where the water's warm yeah. and we don't need a lot of stuff. Like, cause um, we don't want to be like stuck in Kentucky and yeah. like late <laughs> fall, early winter. Yeah, there's where we'd be so out of luck so fast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely going to be like a spring summer thing where, you know, we're sleeping on, cause you gotta think we're going to be sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it, dude. You know what I mean? So right. I think I think that'd be I think that'd be awesome. I think I think that would be pretty amazing. You know um, what fishing thing I did actually try out not to like change the subject super fast? What's that? I uh brought up the old cast net. The cast net. Yes. You know, here's the thing too cuz don't carp aren't carp like super like I'm going to come up to the bank and or I'm going to swim by the bank and kind of just chill right here and sunbathe. I feel like if you had a cast net, you could catch some really big carp. Dude, all I caught was muck with it, honestly. <laughs> like, it, uh, part, part of the reason was, is like, you know, once you throw it in, it creates a lot of motion shit in the water, so it scares the fish away. So you yeah. can only get like one or two opportunities with it in one spot. And it was just kind of like I was so out of practice, I couldn't get like a right. good, yeah, good throw. Plus, it's like you can't see where you're throwing it, so it's just kind of like you know, like in the yeah. water. It's just... but yeah, I know cast nets are cast nets are difficult, man. Cast nets are difficult. Uh, I've tried it. I don't think I've mastered it at all, but I've definitely like could do it. Um, yeah. So, like, I want to, I want to get like real back, really back into using a cast net because, like, I feel like th that that like once you get it down and you get like the perfect throw, it's probably might be one of the easiest way to catch fish. Yeah, and it's definitely like an art. Yeah. Um, you know where you're catching at least minimum, bare minimum, you're catching bait fish. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but you gotta have that. You gotta have that good form, or it's gonna be you're not gonna catch anything. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, now that's done. We're gonna do a segment, um, and it's called "Bearded, Bearded, and the Beautiful." Uh, this is a segment where we talk about uh, beard products, grooming tips. Uh, tips and tricks and, and maybe just tools of the trade that we use. Uh, yeah, I but this, I hear you got a good review on this one. <laughs> oh man. Um, unfortunately not so much, not so much, oh, you know, but to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I feel like, you know, we, we give, beard product reviews 
to everybody and, and we do good, but sometimes like you're going to come across a bad one and we want everyone to know, we want you guys to know like, Hey, don't buy this one. You know what right. I mean? Cause I feel like that's kind of, I'm not going to say it's our job, but it's definitely like I've almost shouldered the responsibility like if I'm gonna tell you something good, I feel like I need to be a responsible podcaster and tell you the bad as well. I feel like that's only fair. You uh, know what I mean? Well, you know, so, it's like they say, the beard, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um so this product is called Wild Willie. It's from Wild Willie's Beard Co. And it's just c- called uh, beard oil, premium oil and conditioner, and it says fuel your beard. Now, I will say this: it smells terrible. Really, it almost smells. Yes, it almost smells like what, like, like burnt a mo- leather, or no, like a like a used motor oil, <laughs> like. Oh, like a cheap motor oil, like yeah, it's like a legitimate cheap motor oil, dude. Um, so that's first of all. Second of all, it's super oily, super thick, uh, which is terrible in my opinion. You know, um, like th- it's. I'm reading the ingredients here, and it's a lot of oils. Seed oil, uh, kernel oil, like leaf oil, <laughs> juniper's Virginia oil. Um, a lot of oil. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a bunch of oils. Like, I'm like, and maybe I'm wrong, right? I, I, I will be, I will say this like, I haven't looked at the pro, like, the actual. Ingredients of, of a beard oil in a long time, but I can tell you, just from using this, it, it's too much. Oh yeah. Well, what's it's what's the brand much. call again? This is Wild Willie's Beard Co. Wild Willie's. Yeah, I think um, Wild Willie probably got too wild with the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And here's the thing, like. As far as like crunch time here, giving it a review, uh, I'd have to give it like a straggly stash. Like oh, a those... dirt stash? Yeah, like a dirt stash, man. Like not even like a thing. Full, like if, half a Burt Reynolds stash. It, no, because don't even don't even disrespect Burt Reynolds right now like that because <laughs> not even close. You know, because here's the thing. In fairness, if nothing can get a ten. Then nothing can get a zero. Uh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, to be fair across the board. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely say uh, puberty slash dirt stash. That's what this thing is ringing in at, and it's really disappointing because it, it has like a spray, like spritzer, not a spritzer, like a but spray, like, like applicator kind of thing. Yeah, and that's really cool. I thought that was really neat. You know what I mean? But I mean, the reason why it's getting such a bad review, like low reviews, like I said, super oily, super thick, 
the scent is terrible, but it's on the mark for on the board because it it's I mean when I say the bare minimum yeah of doing its job I'm talking like it is oil it, that you can put in your beard <laughs> that and that will like you better not miss a day without using this because then you're gonna be dealing with dry skin right so but unfortunately that's that's the way it goes you know what I mean um you know unfortunately like they, we can't all be winners so i i apologize and you know if wild willie beard co hears this you know maybe this will be inspiration from actual users and customers to kind of step yeah. it up so hopefully wild willie will get the wake up call yeah for sure all right guys well that's looking about all the time we have this week thank you for joining us and god bless well that's all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty Mm -hmm.